The Weekly Driver Podcast receives support from americantrucks.com, your late model Silverado, Sierra, Ram, and F-150 online aftermarket retailer, bringing you all of the hottest parts from accessories to lift kits, from wheels to tires and winches. americantrucks.com has the knowledge and know-how to make your wildest dreams come to reality. Visit americantrucks.com for your chance to win $17,760 in upgrades for your truck. Welcome back to the Weekly Driver Podcast. My name is James Rea. I am the editor and publisher of theweeklydriver.com, and I write an automotive column for the San Jose Mercury. My co-host, as always, is Bruce Aldrich, and we have a special show today with uh, two car owners, both of whom own Honda Clarities, uh, which is part of uh, the Honda's new program that's called the, the, the Honda Sensing Suite, and in particular, the Collision Mitigation Braking System. So our first guest of two this morning is William Lai, and he is from Fremont, California. And uh, good morning, William, and you own a hybrid uh, Honda Clarity, is that correct? Um, actually, electric. Uh, version. Okay, but, all, uh, all yeah, electric. They all have uh, Honda sensing features, standard. Yes. Could you tell us how it came to pass that um, I know that the Clarity, if, I, if I'm correct, is only available in California, and were you a previous Honda owner, and how was it that you uh, purchased or leased uh, a Clarity, and what was your de- decision process on that? Um, well, so there's uh, three types of Clarity. Um my version, which is electric, uh, only happens to be, you know, lease only. Yes. Uh, I cannot purchase a vehicle. Um, so, you know, I was driving down to uh, Chevy dealership. Uh, I was I was going to pick up a boat, um, but then I saw the I saw the big banner on the side. I was like, oh, uh, I thought, you know, because they introduced around July, and. Uh, they I thought they were never going to hit the dealership anytime soon. So, uh, you know, I just randomly go to one dealership that's on the way to Chevy dealership. Uh-huh. And then, uh, yeah, and the car itself is really, uh, it's nice. The, the only downside is the range, which is only 89 miles from EPA. Uh, but, you know, I, 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 I had a couple of electric cars before this, and I, I lived through those kind of, you know, 89 miles, 80 miles kind of range. So uh, I think I'll be fine with it, even though it's not like a boat, which is 239 miles. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, all the, um, what I look is mainly the safety features and also the space of the car, which clearly um, delivers. And you had an experience, uh, I don't know how recently or when it was, where the um, automatic braking emergency system uh, helped you uh, in a situation where if you had not used that system, it might have been... Um, shall I say, catastrophic. And if that's the case, could you share that with us? Um, yes, yes. Uh, so it, it's actually a couple of times, um, three times with a car, uh, one time with a pedestrian. Um, so, you know, a lot of times the, the streets, it's around Mountain View, California. Yes. So uh, down there, you know, streets are more narrow. So um, people park on the street, kind of blocked away of the little street that's on the side. So people kind of just jump out or a car might just run out uh, without looking. Yes. It's, it's, it's so hard to look. It's part, you know, it's all parked with cars and trucks. 
Um, so the car will uh, give you two large beeps when it senses that it needs to, you know, that the brake needs to kick in. When it's too close, it, it gives you two beeps, and it, it, if you don't react fast, fast enough, it will slow you down. I think that depends on your speed too. If you today you're driving 40 miles or below, mm-hmm. it will fully stop for you. But if you're doing like I, I try on freeway, um, 65 miles, and uh, it will slow down to a certain amount. It's not gonna fully stop for you, but uh, give slow down enough for you to have time to hit the brake and, and avoid the collisions. Wow, that that seems like a good system. So it it seems to warn you first, and then it hits the brakes. Is the way it seems to work. Yes, yes, there are three types. Um, so the first one is if you're far away, right? They, um, they only flash you in front of you, um, like on the, on the instrument cluster. They, they just give you big warning signs. And if you don't react, then they'll start having the audio. Sure. It's too beep. And the third stage is just hit the full brake for you. Um, it's like an e-brake. So it's really rough, but it, I'm glad that it works perfectly fine. <laughs> Do you think it helped you avoid some uh, collisions then? Yeah, yeah, no, it, it helped me like three or four times already. Wow, um, you, you drive dangerously. <laughs> you drive dangerously. Um, how did, was there... Uh, it, no, it just, yeah, it's just a car that's around. <laughs> you know, they, <laughs> they like to eat e-brakes and you know, a lot of people like to tail, tailgate, so... For the record, it's everybody else, huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah. And in your in, in Bay Area traffic, of course, I, I was raised in the Bay Area, and, and Bruce lived in the Bay Area for quite some time. We both know that um, maybe next to Los Angeles, the Bay Area, uh, particularly in the South Bay, uh, traffic can be horrible, even on city streets. But the freeway in particular is, uh, you know, you've got to really have your wits about you. So... This, um, as I understand, um, all of the all Hondas will have this uh, suite of um, safety features by 2022. And obviously, you found it very helpful. And have, have you recommended your car? Have you discussed it with friends or family? And and um, has anybody else, you know, taken up your recommendation? If you have recommended it to somebody else? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, just one experience. It's it's totally worth. Yeah, um, the, it, it's a no-brainer to have it, this kind of system. Um, just one time, it can save you thousands of possibly any injuries sure. for anybody. Heck yeah, I, I'd be a believer too if I had your uh, set of circumstances and it saved me. I would really be going for it. Hey, uh, other question. Uh, you, it's got a, a lane-keeping assist and road departure mitigation. Have, have those ever kicked in on you to, to help you keep in the lane or keep you from running off the road? Um, so, uh, yes, yes, um, their, their lane keep assist is actually, well, I'll say, you know, it's, it's actually better than a lot of other manufacturers. I mean, same level, you know, uh, I tried it on 237, um, I can let go of my hand and hit that button and let it just stay in the center for like a 30 seconds. It'll uh, steer for me. recommend it, but yeah. It, it, it's uh, it works perfectly in a you know in a perfect line lining condition, uh, not like one hundred one or sure. those uh, have a bad line. Yes, that that you haven't tried to drive off the road to see if it'll save you there though yet, huh? I hope uh, not. I try not to. <laughs> <laughs> William, how is the um, since you you have a lot of experience with electric vehicles? 
Uh, and you had said you had two other electric vehicles. Um, how does the clarity with you? How how is the the charging situation? How do you do it? What what um, experiences do you have? And do you commute a short distance in the car, or what is your what is your uh, lifestyle with this electric vehicle? Um, I usually go twenty miles uh, one way, so you know, so totally forty miles commute uh, every day. Yes. Um, so I sometimes charge at home and sometimes charge at work. Yeah, they they both have uh, charging stations. So um, so charging for me is not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But uh, for for example, Clarity they uh, they have a DC fast charging, which uh, it's really fast. Yes. Um, compared to my old one, uh, I, I used to have a 500 e, a Fiat. Yes. 500 e, and that only have level two, so it takes roughly three to three to four hours to charge. Yes. Uh, with DC fast charging, it only takes uh, 30 minutes to 80% or even greater. Wow. So, Fantastic. Uh, you know, if you want to go long distance trip, you, you cannot live without DC fast charging. You, you don't want to stay at one place for four hours. No. Um, to charge only 80, 80 miles of range. Yes. Would you take your that clarity out to like out to the uh, to the coast or you know up north or do you go out to like Lake Tahoe or something in your car like trips of over ninety miles? Uh, honestly, I won't be that. Uh, I'm not that comfortable doing that. I tried it once to go to Santa Cruz, um, going through you know, Highway Seventeen. Yes, sure. it's uh, it's it's all up and down mountains and which. Kill the range easily. Um, yeah, I was sweating all <laughs> the entire way there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anxiety. You, you see the range that the the gasometer, or they call it, the, you know, just the range estimate. Sure. It, it yes. It's dropping fast, and let's say before uh, at your starting points you have eighty miles. In the middle of the mountain, you might only have twenty miles left. Now, yeah. Even though on the other side the battery bar is. Yes. At 70%. Yeah, so it's kind of scary. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, um, I used to have an i3 too, and that's a Rex. Then I'll be able to take it to, let's say, Lake Tahoe, because I can keep putting gas and not not afraid that there's no charging station in between. Right. Uh, I see. Now, and not being too, uh, uh, with the finances, I don't want to be too personal, but but too, too personal, but you're allowed, number one, to use the HOV lanes, I'm assuming, and, and number two, um, could you tell us the the California laws on, on rebates and, and the fact that you're doing this and being environmentally uh, considerate, uh, what are the benefits to the person who leases the vehicle? Well, there's a state rebate, which is uh, 25, uh, I think 100, uh-huh. yeah, 2500. It takes around three months uh, from applying to receiving. Yes. And there's a PG&E, which is 500. Mm-hmm. Um, that's five. Yeah, that's from PG&E. But I think different areas. I know there's some areas that get um, 4,500 um, of rebates from their cities. So, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In, in Fremont, there's nothing <laughs> that's, besides those two. Well, that's still a pretty good deal. Still nice incentive. Yeah. Did you yeah, put- and um, if you take advantage of the PGME you know, off-peak rate, so it, it's actually cheaper to drive the electric car to compared to gasoline um, engines. Yeah, I see. Hey, William, did you put? Do you have solar panels on the roof? You know what? I'm planning on to do that, but I'm I'm a little bit worried of, of solar panel. 
it's, it, it, uh, the technology is so fast, and if if the technology changed like a change like an electric car, which you know there's a new battery every three years, then I don't see the well. I don't think that solar panel right now is still you know, still in progress. Oh, okay. Um, yes. What if in the three years? Yeah, one panel can replace your ten panels on on the roof just in three years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> always making it more efficient for sure. Yes. Well, yeah, that's scary, but uh, it's in consideration. Uh, well, last I guess one last question for you, William. Have you, is there anything else that you would like to discuss about um, the safety features of the car? The the I like the Honda Sensing is quite a name, and it, it's the the Sensing suite of um, safety features. So, is there anything else that you can share that that's been your experience with your with your um, Clarity? Well, overall, it, it feel like you have the second eye. And second knife with you. Perfect. Uh, in the car. Right? Yes. If you don't see it, the car see it. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, there's that's always a good thing, especially after work, after five o'clock. Um, everybody are tired and um, can't a hundred percent focus on the road. You know, this uh, with adopted cruise control too. It's it's very easy to use and um, it, it makes sure you have a distance between the car. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I just actually, I think it makes life a lot easier. Like, oh, good. Uh, right now I have it and I don't think I will, I, will I can't, <laughs> I don't think I can ever live without it. Like my next car would gotta have all these, but I'm pretty sure they'll have more um, software improvements. Uh, like for example, 2018 and 2019 version, they now includes the speed uh, reading on the side. Yes. Like, so it will display on the dashboard. Okay. I think that's the software, but yeah, we, we should see more improvements. Um, yeah, it's already a good system. That's the traffic sign recognition you're speaking of? Yes. It'll read the, uh, what, what's the uh, speed, and then it'll tell you. It'll read the speed and then tell you if you're over it. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty that's, sweet That's stuff. pretty slick, yeah. Yeah. Well, William, thank yeah. you very much for your for your time this morning. We'll... We'll, um, we'll be in touch a little bit later, uh, and we appreciate you uh, discussing your... your uh, we're glad you're here, number one, and glad that people that, that in, in cars that you uh, could have been in contact with are everybody's safe and the vehicles are safe, so it, it, it speaks well to this, uh, to this new system that, that Honda has. So thank you again this morning for your time, and, and um, we'll, hope we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, William. Bye-bye now. Uh, two guests. Our second guest this morning is Chris uh, White, who lives in West Sacramento, and Chris owns a hydrogen clarity uh, vehicle. It's a new vehicle for Honda. It's only available in California, if I understand correctly, and Chris has quite a story to tell about her car. Uh, welcome to our program, Chris. How are you this morning? I'm great, thank you. Good. Could you tell us, um, first of all, how it came to pass that you decided to to uh, drive a, a hydrogen car, and uh, what was what was the factors in, in you um, getting the vehicle? Well, I have a two-pronged story on it. The first is, though, so you know that I work at the California Fuel Cell Partnership. I have been working with fuel cell vehicles for 13 years. Fantastic. I'm the oh. director of communications, so, you know, I, I had exposure to them early on when we as staff were not even allowed to drive them. Yes. And... When it became clear that they were coming to the market, I knew I wanted to drive a fuel cell vehicle. I knew I wanted a zero emission vehicle. As she said, I live in, in West Sacramento. 
my son and my grandsons live in South Lake Tahoe. So I really needed a car that was going to get me to South Lake Tahoe and back. Yes. And uh, I I can totally do that in the Clarity and drive around while I'm up there. But now there's a hydrogen station there, too. Yes, I, I know there's one there in Truckee. Is there one in South Lake as well? Uh, no, it's in Truckee, but it's close enough. Should I need it? So far, I haven't ever needed to go there. Gotcha. Um, Chris, how long have you had your vehicle? And um, can you tell us if it was there for you since you've worked in that capacity? Was there um, a learning curve for you in charge of, in terms of refueling the vehicle and other experiences you've had? Because still, the the hydrogen vehicle is very new to, to the to consumer market. I know about the I've heard about the hydrogen highway where where um, governmental employees have taken the car in long range, but not so much with the public. So what has your experience overall been like? Well, I got my car in January of 2017, and I was the first person in Northern California to have the car. And even though I have been around fuel cars for a long time, and I know that they have long range, the very first time I needed to take it on a fairly long trip, which was to our office near San Francisco, Yes, I I got a little range anxiety. Yes. Coming back, I was in extremely heavy traffic. And I also needed to go kind of a back route because I was going to an event in a winery in the Sacramento Delta. And I was a little worried about it, but I made the trip just fine. And by the time I got there and back with my side trip, I still had more than half a tank of fuel. Fantastic. Yeah. And so I would say even the person who was really confident with the car, my first time, I had that little bit of range anxiety. Great. Um, But now I know I can go everywhere. I know that um, discussing it with uh, Natalie, the woman from Honda, um, at first I, I was reading up on it a little bit, and there there weren't that many refueling stations. But now, I think the last time she told me there's 34 or 35 um, in California. Have you used quite a few of those in your travels? Well, number 34 opened today. Fantastic. Um, so we're really excited about that. But yes, in fact, just this past weekend, I went to... I had a lot of driving this last weekend, and I visited four stations in the San Francisco Bay Area as I was driving people back and forth and up and down in two airports. I had some company over the weekend, and oh my gosh, did we put miles on the car this weekend. That's great. Now, of course, one of the beauties of the car also, uh, uh, apart from its, um, you know, the fact that it uses hydrogen is uh, its safety features, and we understand that you have a, an unusual circumstance uh, that you've um, used the uh, Honda sensing suite, if you will, with the collision mitigation braking system. Could you uh, explain that to us and, and detail what your situation was? You bet. I was coming home from the Sacramento airport on Highway 5. Yes. And moving along at the speed of highway traffic, and the car in front of me suddenly stopped. Oh, boy. Yeah. I was stepping on the brakes, but I knew I got to this point where I said, there is no way I'm going to stop in time. And just as I was thinking that, the word brake flashed up on my windshield, and the car really slammed the brakes on. Um, not hard enough to deploy the airbag, enough to startle me a little bit and squeal the tires like crazy. And then I glanced in my rearview mirror, and I thought, this is awesome, but now I'm going to get rear-ended. Yes. But in stopping, the car turned just a little bit of an angle, pointing me into a breakdown lane. So the car behind me also had to stop really quick, 
that did not hit me from the rear. So the car saved me from being sandwiched in between two cars at a high speed impact on the freeway. And uh, boy, afterwards I was shaking. I was really nervous. I was glad I had a few minutes to, to get myself back together before traffic started moving again. Um, but just enormously grateful that I didn't smash up my brand new car. Wow, yeah, that would be scary. So you actually, the car reacted quicker than you then, is what you're saying. It, it did. It actually depressed the brake pedal harder than I could physically do it myself. Because I was already trying to stop the car. That word brake popped up, and then the brake pedal, I could feel it go down even further. So wow. uh, it, it reacted quicker than I did, and it reacted with more force than I could have done on my own. Wow, that's a that's a good safety feature. Yeah, I'll say. Have you had any other experience? I've had a couple other times where a car, uh, you know, the light turns green and everybody starts moving, and then somebody stops really quickly. I've had a few other instances where the car has warned me to brake um, and started to depress the brakes for me, but that was the only time it actually flashed up in big letters on my on my windshield because the Clarity has a heads up display. So sure. you can see things on the windshield, but it has, it has helped me. And there have been a couple of times that when it starts to do that, I have to say to the car, I know I'm stepping on the brakes. <laughs> but uh, still nice that it lets me know. I wonder if it seems like it's some people I've heard have described it as like a second pair of eyes in the car. Um, d d would it tend to make you get more lackadaisical and lot, not pay attention as much maybe? after a while because you know the car will take care of things like you know sudden stops or not at all with you not with me uh, i think driving an electric car and a fuel cell car is an electric car i'm already very aware that people can't hear it and so i do pay a little bit more attention with bicyclists and and even other cars that are passing me by motorcyclists sure so i'm always paying extra attention anyway just because i I'm always aware folks can't hear me, um, but it does not does not make me a little lazier. It doesn't make me glance down at the phone or change the radio station any more than uh, is, is safe to do so. Well, that's that's a good thing. That's a good thing, Chris. Um, I think that the other company, the other companies introduced you know hybrid vehicles into the United States in uh, 2000, and um, now more and more people understand the benefits of hybrid cars some people still don't haven't come around to them uh, or uh, alternative vehicle, uh, fuel cars um, what what can you share with us that the people who have anxiety not only with range anxiety but maybe even the word hybrid or alternative fuel makes them nervous and ha they haven't come around to them what how, what can you share that would, would kind of if you could put the consumer at ease that this is not uh, anything to be frightened of in a little bit different way is that my son who lives in Lake Tahoe is a diesel bus mechanic and he loves to turn wrenches and he loves cars. Yes. And the first time he saw a fuel cell car under the hood, he, he kind of looked at it and said, nothing for me to do here. <laughs> my other son who was a computer programmer looked at that car and went, oh my gosh, this is a whole new world for me. Yes. So there is that element of, you know, liking to be able to work on my car and change my own oil. But with anything, it's hard to go from a known to an unknown. Yes. And I can give you other great examples of how we had to move from 
wired phones to cellular phones, that wasn't an overnight hop. No. Or from cameras that took film to cameras that took digital pictures, that wasn't an overnight hop as well. Certainly not. As soon, as soon as you start, as soon as you start seeing the utility that this new vehicle can give you, or the the way it drives differently and feels differently, and the beauty of the power, people will start making the swap. Gotcha. How long does it take to fuel a uh, uh, your car? It takes about four minutes to, for me to fill the car. You're filling it with a high-pressure gas, so it sounds like more like putting air in a tire than gas in a tank, but it doesn't take any more time. And the thing that I really enjoy about it is that it's a closed-loop system with this colorless, odorless gas, so nothing ever drips or spills. You don't walk away with stinky hands or gasoline on your shoes, and I really appreciate that aspect of it. That does sound good. Yeah, it does. How about in terms of um, HOV lanes or other things? Are there some other benefits and also um, rebates that are involved by being, you know, environmentally uh, conscious? What? How has that worked for you? Well, in California, you get a five thousand dollar cash rebate if you buy or lease a fuel cell vehicle, and you also get a carpool sticker. And I have to tell you that I was so excited to get my carpool sticker. <laughs> yes. And on that first trip, when I told you about where I was going to our San Francisco office, yes. I had the carpool sticker and I thought, this is amazing. I'm going to fly all the way down there. There were so many people in that carpool lane by themselves <laughs> without a carpool sticker. I felt like I should be able to write them all a ticket. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, but it is still really nice. This last weekend, I was able to use an express lane on the way to San Jose with my HOV sticker, and that was pretty cool. Yes, I, I've been on some of those roads when I've had um, the availability to do that, too, and it's it's very cool um, to do that. And even in Southern California a couple times, I've had that experience, and it's, it's, it's quite something. Have you had any reaction from the public when you're driving? I know in East Sacramento, where I live, um, even going for a walk sometimes, I'll, I'll see... Um, the clarity and uh, with the skirts on it and and it has a little bit different design than the regular Honda Accord. Have you had people ask you about your vehicle? Have you had any uh, curiosity seekers? I have people ask me about it every day and uh, even at stoplights now that the weather's gotten warm again I have my my windows down and even at stoplights and stop signs they'll ask me questions about it. I have the red clarity, which is just a gorgeous color. It is a gorgeous even color. Yesterday, when I was going going to the car wash, the uh, young man at the car wash started talking to me about the color of the car and ended up talking to me about how the car was powered. Gotcha. Yeah. Hey, Chris, what what's the advantage of a fuel cell vehicle over straight electric? Range for one, well, maybe. For me, range. I can go three hundred and twenty miles on a tank of fuel which is great to be able to drive up like my massive trip around the Bay area this weekend or to go up to Tahoe. And sure. Yeah. So range is definitely a big one. And then that, that ability to fill up in just a few minutes, it's a quick swing into the station and out of the station again. And I like that. That fits my lifestyle. That is an advantage. People yeah. do ask, people do ask about planning a trip and yes, you have to kind of plan a trip. I also grew up in a in Indiana in a rather remote area, and I had to plan my trips back then, too, because we only had about two gas stations where I live. So it's not that different. What I usually tell people it is, it is inconvenient. It is not as inconvenient as you think it's going to be. 
and part, pardon me for not knowing this, are there areas in which when you go to one of the stations that uh, there's a person doing it for you or do you have to do it for yourself? You do it by yourself. Now, it, it is ADA accessible, meaning if you need some assistance, there is a person there to assist you. I the see. person who works at the gas station. But the hydrogen stations are, are dispensers that are added to existing gas stations. Gotcha. Okay, great. Well, Chris, thank you for being available today. Thank you for your expertise and, and knowledge. We'll, um, uh, we, we really appreciate you filling us in on, on I think, is, is it true that it's only still available in California on, on the, in the hydrogen lineup? For, for right now, but in um, spring and summer, some stations will be open in the Northeast United States. Oh, great. And the Clarity and the Toyota Mirai will start becoming available in New York Massachusetts, Vermont, New Hampshire. Okay. Well, thank you again, Chris, for for being our guest on the Weekly Driver Podcast. Uh, For Bruce Aldrich, my name is James Rea. Please be sure to visit my website, theweeklydriver.com, where you can listen to our uh, archived uh, episodes of our podcast, as well as to sign up for our newsletter and read our articles. So thank you again, Chris, for being our guest, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you very much. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Bye-bye now. The Weekly Driver podcast gets support from AmericanMuscle.com, your late model Mustang and F-150 authority, bringing you the hottest products and top-notch customer service for over a decade. No one makes it easier to modify your ride. Visit AmericanMuscle.com today.